So what we're going to do this morning is um, we're going to commit this little girl to God. Here she is. Hello. And here's Dad. You all right? You're, you're looking pretty good, I must say. Not too tired. Well done. What we're not doing is, is we're not baptizing this little one. And we're not saying that she is a Christian because she hasn't made that decision yet. But we do recognize that this man needs God's help <laughs> in, in bringing her up, as we all do. Because parents, it's exhausting, isn't it? Bringing up young kids. So we're going to pray for the favor of God to be over her life and his life and the rest of the family. Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. And the way we do it here is everybody stands up, if that's okay. And then you get friends and family just pile around. We're going to lay hands on the both of them. And we're going to cry out to God for his favor and his blessing. Okay, so friends, family, everybody who knows them, let's gather around these lovely people. We're going to pray for Moshia and for Millie. So let's do that together right now. And uh, just pray that right now, that they have a joy-filled life uh, of knowing you, Lord, and uh, experiencing you, of seeking you uh, with all the purposes you have for them, Lord. So we speak joy in the name of Jesus over you both. Yes, yes I'll just pray wisdom over you. Wisdom over you as a parent, that you will know the right things to do, the right things, at the right times for everything in this life, Lord. I just pray that you, you just have the right words. The right to comfort her, the right words to, to bless her and, and all things that she does. This world is really difficult. There's lots of challenges, there's lots of pressure. And the, the evil one will, will, will not just be happy for us to trust you and put all our, our um, trust and faith in you. And he will try to... to um, to put us in, in, in troubles and in, in really bad um, t challenges. And I pray, Father, that in those circumstances that Moshe will focus his eyes on you, yes. that yes. you will give him the wisdom he needs yes. to face those kind of challenges. When it comes to Mili, Father, yes. that he will be an example, yes. a good example for a Christian father, yes. that he will lead her to know you, yes. that she will grow up to love you yes. and to know you as her f own father and own savior. Yes. She will be your daughter. Yes. Uh, no, Father, I know you love her mm. and uh, we, we love her and it's a joy of our life and I just pray your blessing on her, Father. Father God, Lord, I just want to pray for Moshe, Lord. Um, Lord, I want to pray for breakthrough in their lives, Lord, that, that your son Jesus will be visibly seen through Moshe, Lord, and that his family, that his beautiful young daughter, Lord, can see your son through her own father, Lord. Lord, I want to pray for favor. I want to pray for safety. I just want to pray that, Lord, you just pour out your blessing over their lives, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. So now then, in the name of Jesus, we speak the blessing of God Almighty over you, Moshia, and over you, Millie. And we speak it now. We speak it now that the blessing of the Father will rest over you for the rest of your life. Father, we speak that blessing over Millie, that she, Father, as has already been prayed, will, will uh, come to know you as Lord and Savior 
We commit her to you. And we now look for and expect that the outrageous favor and blessing of God to be on them. Lord, that you will favor them in all that they do. Father, that they will know uh, uh, extraordinary goodness knocking on their door day after day after day. Jesus, we look to you for them and we commit them into your hands right now. Amen. 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 Very good. Well, look, this morning, uh, what we're planning to do is um, uh, I'd like to have a testimony morning. And just occasionally what we do is we, we don't have a full preach. Now, I'm not gone soft on preaching, okay? I believe in preaching. It is absolutely foundational that we take the Bible and, and we preach from it. Uh, but just occasionally, it's very good uh, just to have a morning where we talk about some of the things that God is doing among us, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Okay, and actually, if you, if you open your Bible, you will consistently find references to encouragement, won't you? Who likes to be encouraged? Yeah, I like to be encouraged. Um, and the Bible tells us to encourage one another, doesn't it? If you just again and again, it says, come on, encourage the brothers, encourage the churches. And um, Paul talks in Romans 1 about mutually encouraging one another. So he says in Romans 1, you encourage me and I'll encourage you. Okay, that's the deal. So that's what we're going to try and do this morning. We're going to be encouraging one another. And uh, one of the ways we can do that is simply by telling each other about what God has been doing in our lives. It is great, isn't it, to hear other people's stories. And actually, it's been a great time recently. We've had four people who have clearly had uh, healing very clear healing. It's been a real smattering of healing. It's been a joy to see some of that. Um, so we'll hear one or two of those stories this morning. And the other thing, uh, actually, when God does stuff amongst us, <clears throat> and he does stuff in your life, it's right, you know, that we give thanks for it. I was just reading again recently the story of the ten lepers. So Jesus uh, comes into a, a, a village, and he heals ten lepers but only one of them comes back and, and it says he glorified God and he fell at the feet of Jesus and he worshipped him. And Jesus is delighted about that. But then he says, but where are the other nine? Shouldn't they also be glorifying God? So actually, one of the ways that we need to glorify God is by acknowledging what he has done in our lives. And then by talking about it to, to, to the rest of the church, to encourage the church. So kind of what we're doing today then is doing that. We're going to encourage one another, we're going to acknowledge what God has done, and we're going to glorify him as a result of it. Okay, that's why we do it. What it isn't is saying, God's touched me, no, 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 no. No, no, come on, let it, let it have a good effect on you. The other thing about testimony is that I, I think it's possible to give it away. If you've received a touch of healing, the likelihood is somebody will come up and say, do you know, I've got the same problem, can you pray for me? And the deal is, their faith will have gone up because they've just heard your story. And your faith, I trust, has gone up because you've just been healed. So that's a really good combination of people to bring together. So I would encourage you, if you share this morning, or if you've had something in your life, and somebody comes up to you and says, can you pray for me? Don't say no. <laughs> Pass it on. Pass on the blessing that God's given you. Okay, so we're going to hear uh, uh, from a variety of people I trust this morning. And the first person I'd like us to hear from is Herman. 
So come and why don't you come to the front? Let's welcome Herman. Thank you, Adam. Hey, church. Thought maybe just before I started, let me just encourage you, Adam. Um, we've now been here for about nine months. Uh, we've checked out Hope Church for a little while. Um, and I can truly say it's because of your leadership, because of your vision, because of who you are and your team. That's why we stayed. You know, that's, uh, so uh, you guys are doing a fantastic job, and uh, we just love them so much. Um, great. I'm quite short, so I almost disappear behind this thing, so sorry. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let me tell you a little bit about my story. Um, I'm Herman. Um, I'm 40 years old. Um, uh, I'm a South African. You've probably picked that up in my accent. I'm not from around here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been, we've, we've been living here in England now for about 10 years, in Seven Oaks in particular. And, uh, you know, I'm... I'm Married to a beautiful wife. She's sitting right there at the back in one of those chairs, probably looking after a little young girl running around all over the place. Um, she, uh, she's amazing. You know, I, I love her to bits. And that's definitely been my, give it, my biggest gift from God um, is that woman sitting right there. Um, and, and I just love her so much. Um, um, I, I work in London. Um, I, uh, I'm a consultant. Um, and uh, I basically fix companies. That's what I do. So we, we go out and we have a look at companies and we see what they do and we help them fix their processes, their governance, their structures, all those sort of things. It's kind of kind of what we do. We, um, as, a, as a family, we've got three amazing kids. Two of them are downstairs, um, Herman and Jaden. Uh, and Leia, I think, is probably in the back room there um, running around. We're actually dedicating her the 22nd of April as well. And you are all invited. So please make sure you come to that day. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've got an amazing family. We've been truly blessed by God. Um, um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just fantastic. Um, but it's, it's not always been like that. You know, it's, it's not always been sunshine and roses. Um, there were some serious tough times in, in my life in particular. Um, I grew up, grew up in a very broken home. Uh, my mom and dad got divorced um, when I was six years old, uh, and it was it was really tough. You know, it was it was it was hard. My brother and I, uh, my closest brother, he's two years younger than me, Mario. He's actually coming to the dedication as well. He's flying from South Africa to come to the dedication, so I can't wait for that. Anyway, back to the story. Um, so you know, we we had a tough time really as as kids. Um, my mom was an alcoholic. She was one of those absolute crazy alcoholics that gets so drunk that she crashes cars and she just does stupid things. Um, and uh, she was a party animal. Uh, I remember all those nights she left us alone at home. Um, it, was, it was very hard. Um, there was a, a particular weekend I will never forget where on the Thursday she said, bye, there's some chickens in the fridge. See you, see you guys later. I was seven, my brother was five. And she only got back the Monday morning. She left us there for four days. Um, that, that was a regular thing, you know, the regular thing. It got worse and worse and worse. Um, she started, she was really out of control. Um, so she went to uh, several um, rehab centers. Um, I, I can't even count all of them. She went in, you know, she got a little bit better. She came out and she just fell in the same trap again. Um, so it, it was it was tough times. And 
And when, when that happens, when, when your mother is in these institutions, in these rehab centers, you often get dropped off at places that you just don't want to be, uh, at family, people we sometimes never even knew. Um, and then bad things happen. You know, um, I was sexually abused as a child, um, not once, several times. It happened over probably a course of two years nonstop by two different people. Um, different, okay, you know, different situations, and uh, yeah, it was it was tough. You know, it was it was tough. I, um, I'll never forget. I always ask this question: Why God? Why did you allow this to happen to me? Why me? You know, and I fought against that my whole life. Um, thank God, you know, He started working in that situation. I was 11. My dad realized what was going on. I don't think he know all the detail. Um, we went through numerous psychologists and stuff, um, but he, he knew he needed to get us out of that situation, uh, so he took us in, my brother and I. Um, it, it was tough getting into that situation as well because he remarried. There was a stepmother involved and stepbrothers and chaos. Um, we're a big family, you know, five brothers and a sister, uh, actually six brothers with me and a sister, and, uh, you know, it, it was hard. My dad had lots of issues by himself. He was a very angry man. You know, so anything going wrong, he would just slap you. You know, it, it was just quite hard. He had anger issues in his heart. Um, but he, he, you know, over time, he got better, you know, and I love him now. Don't get me wrong. He's, 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 my, he's, he's a pillar of strength in my life. Um, but it was tough, you know, and they, uh, it was throughout this journey where I could really, at the time, I didn't know God was there, but he always was there. You know, he always, through so many of these situations, there was a time I remember I was going on holiday with friends to the coast um, in South Africa. There was this group of guys that approached me, to, to and they asked me, do you want to sell drugs with us? And I almost fell in that trap. Um, I started smoking. I started drinking. I really started rebelling so hard against God. It was insane. And I was angry. I was so angry at God um, for what had happened in my life. Somehow... You know, he got us to the UK um, 10 years ago, you know, somehow. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, I got a phone call from a partner at the firm, and they said, no, come and lead this company, you know. I said, yeah, no way, let's, let's do this. Uh, and I was over to England. That first year was a nightmare, by the way. <laughs> um, we were so isolated, no family, no friends. I, you know, I was depressed, literally depressed, and all those old feelings came up in my heart. I started drinking wine, like averaging a bottle of wine a night, probably started playing online poker. Our marriage was literally falling apart. We've been married now for 14 years. We were on our way out, and there was no other way. There was no way out. We were, we were dead. There was nothing else that we could do. Um, and then for some reason, we got this invitation. In a Tesco's, can you believe it? Someone walked up to us and said, we heard you speaking Afrikaans. Why didn't you guys come along to church with us? I'm like, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> I had no, nowhere else to go, by the way. Uh, we had no friends. We had nothing. So I just said, yeah, there's nothing else. So I'm just going to go. Um, we went to church, and God just started working. You know, um, it was weird. You know, I was kind of slowly getting into it. And there was this one night I went to London, a big, famous uh, South African preacher, Angus Buckham. I don't know if any of you know him. He had these mighty men conferences in South Africa, 300,000 getting saved. It was insane. So he preached that night, and he was talking about this God of love. And I don't know, you know, I just, 
I was like, whoa, this is, this is incredible. Actually, I had a war in my head. I was like, this can't be. You know, I've always had this vision. What's going on? Anyway, uh, I did make a commitment that night, and I said, you know, I'm going to try and get to know God. I didn't uh, make any further commitments. I, I didn't throw everything of me into him. But I said, I'm going ch- to chase him. I'm going to see who he is. And I did that. We joined a local church in Tunbridge. And, uh, you know, I just went every single Sunday. We loved the worship. We went nuts for the worship. Uh, and God started changing me. Uh, I signed up to Bible college um, that, that year. I think it was 2011. Um, and uh, God just really started ripping me open. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. The one night, I, I will never forget this night. I got, um, we were talking about the crucifixion, all right? And they were just going through, uh, the pastor were going through all this stuff that Jesus had said. And, you know, and, and it just, something started clicking in me. And, and I just started getting really emotional, okay? <laughs> I literally, I didn't speak to anybody after the session. I ran to my car. I got in the car. I started sobbing. I just lost it. I was driving down the A21. almost crashed the car twice. I, I was just literally losing my mind. It was that bad. Um, all right. So, got home. I, still, I got my guitar out. Okay? I, don't, I couldn't really play guitar at all at that stage. But I just started worshipping. I just couldn't stop worshipping. And, and it was just that night when that, that question I always had, why God? completely changed. It, it went away. You know, it was, right, God, this is good. You know, you've been there. How do we, how do I help you now? You know, how can I do something in your church? How can I influence someone in my life? You know, and my question completely changed. Um, God literally took me out of the dumps and, you know, he, he, he glorified the whole situation. Um, and he's been there all along. You know, as I look back, you know, on the things that have happened in my life, it's just always been there, but I never realized it. Um, and that was, that was powerful. Shortly, shortly after that, I got baptized. I immediately decided I needed to get baptized because that was the right thing to do. That's in, in Scripture, and, and, and I did that. And uh, I will never forget this. It was Valentine's Day, uh, 2012, I think, um, when I finally told my 25-year secret uh, to my wife, Angie never knew about any of these things, and I came clean and I said, "This is what happened. We had a powerful, powerful day, um, and and our marriage got transformed instantaneously on that day." Um, yeah. So yeah, God, God is amazing. You know, we 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 got so fired up. We started serving in church. We saw how church grew from 80 people to almost a thousand. Um, uh, we started a home group. Our home group got multiplied 11 times in the three years. 11 times um, we saw a family ministry go through the roof where over 200 families came to church on a Sunday. Um, it, was, it was insane what God did. Um, somewhere, somewhere along the line, um, that's probably a sermon by itself, uh, we got to Hope Church. <laughs> and, and we are very glad we are here. You know, I believe there's purpose. I believe this place is going to be a place of healing. I believe this place is going to be a place where people can come and, and find God and find his church and find his people. Uh, this whole week I was speaking to Adam on Friday. I had this, this story in the Bible on my mind the whole time about Elisha when he met with his three kings. It's in 2 Kings 3 if you want to have a look at that story. Um, and the three kings came to Elisha and they said, you know, we want to go and beat up this Moabite king. You know, lots of stuff happened there. Um, and they were going towards this Moabites. 
and they traveled for seven days, and they ran out of water. So the troops were really suffering. They were, they were, you know, they, they were struggling. So they went to Elisha and said, "You need to pray to your God. We're in trouble here. You know, we need, we need water. We cannot fight this fight without water." It's actually a funny story. <laughs> Elijah's like, "Yeah, bring my harp. You know, let's let's do this." <laughs> and and then God, the the word of God came over Elisha that day, and he said, "You know what? You you need." All, all three kings, you need to get all your people, you need to start preparing. You need to go out in these fields, you need to start digging ditches. You need to start getting ready, because I, God, will send rain, okay? And it was amazing, okay? That morning, when they woke up, there was not, there was no, no rain coming down, but the waters were streaming through the valley, filling all the ditches, and it was just there for the people to get ready. And I believe that word is relevant to this church. I believe this church, if, in order to be this hub of health, or this hub of salvation, this church needs to prepare. You know, is everybody serving? Is everybody in home groups? Are you on fire for God? You know, and I just felt like that is a message I needed to share with this church today. And I believe God is going to do great things through you, Adam. And we love this house. And uh, thank you for the opportunity. And we're really happy you're here too. I've got to say, I am thrilled with some of the visitors that have come and the people that have joined the church. Aren't you, church? I just, you, I've got to say, you African guys, you add a lot to us. We are very grateful for you. And seriously, you add a lot that's very good. And we are so welcome. It's great to have you. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Gotta stop smiling at that. Okay, um Anne, where are you? Anne Wise. Come on, Anne. Stand up here. Yeah, yeah. Go on, stand here. Hello everyone. Um my my testimony, and that was amazing. Thank you. Um a few weeks back, I had um, terrible pain across my back, down my shoulders. I didn't know what it was. And uh, for a week, I was very miserable. Um, I'd prayed, and uh, I came to church on Sunday. And I, I said to myself, if anyone mentions healing, go up. And I felt I would go up and get prayed for. Somebody mentioned healing, so I thought, I'm going up. And Adam and Lindsay prayed for me. And uh, I must say, it didn't immediately go away. But um, the next day, I, um, I look after my granddaughter on a Monday. And uh, I suddenly realized that it had completely gone. My, my, it had just completely gone. And um, <clears throat> not just my back was healed, but... Um, this the scripture about God doing more than we could ask for or imagine um, has just stayed with me for a long time and uh, I, I read it this morning in, um, in the Amplified Bible so if you, if you care to look at Ephesians 3 in the Amplified Bible um, it's just quite amazing and uh, on Mondays looking after a She's nearly two. Um, I'm exhausted. 
generally. And uh, we say, wave goodbye about quarter to seven. I have it from eight o'clock in the morning. And um, I'm on my settee and probably Keith will tell you within 15, to half, 15 minutes to half an hour, I'm asleep. But on that Monday, I didn't sleep at all. I was just full of energy and I got loads of housework done and I think I went to bed just before midnight, which was just like really unusual. And then Tuesday, I, I work Tuesday to Friday and I went into work on Tuesday and we are so busy at work, all the filing cabinets... Um, just needs sorting out, filing needs boxing up, as well as all the other work that we have to do. And I, it was a job that I actually thought to myself, I don't think I'm ever going to get around to doing it because we're so busy. Um, but that day, I did. <laughs> and uh, I was just astounded by the volume of work that I got done that day. And, and I, I was just, again, thinking about that being prayed for on Sunday, that God did so much more than I could ask for or imagine. So thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and how long had you had the problem for, the pain? A week. Okay, and it went the following day. Okay, very good. Um, I just, I'd hope to show you a video of Sue Souch. I took a uh, a video of her testimony, and to be honest, it's so awful I can't use it. So I just thought I'd tell you uh, what happened to her. So and I have her permission to do that. And uh, she, so she uh, had 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 pain in her shoulder for some weeks, and she apparently said to me, uh, she said, "Look, I, I'd been hoping for for quite a, a while that somebody would have a word of knowledge in church, and I could come forward and get healed and and uh, so forth." And then she said, uh, I went for a run not very long ago. My uh, Achilles, both my Achilles are in agony. So I think somebody had a word about elbows. Was it you, Anne? Elbows and knees or some? Yeah, and, and ankles. So she came forward about three weeks ago. And uh, she got some prayer just down here. And she said, immediately, immediately the pain in her shoulder left. And she was able to do that. Just immediately went. Uh, she then said, well, one of my ankles is okay now, but the other one is painful. So we prayed again. Often with healing, you have to pray a second time. Let me encourage you. Don't just pray once. Pray again and then again. So we prayed a second time, and she said, well, the pain has just completely now gone. It's gone. I, I don't have pain in my ankle. And then she said it was still a bit in, uh, swollen, but the pain had gone. She said the following day, all the inflammation went, and she was completely well. So I know she wanted to share that, but she's not here. So just to tell you, look, this stuff is happening. And then we had another incident with uh, Don Smith uh, during the Alpha course. And uh, I think it was on the night on the question of, does God heal today? And, and Don comes in like this. He comes with his back. He's, he's, and he sits down and he gets the chair out and he puts the put, put cushion down and he you know, goes down. Something wrong, Don. <laughs> oh, can you tell? And he completely put his back out. So um, uh, we then pray for Don, and uh, we command the pain to go in Jesus' name. And uh, he says, uh, so I, what I tend to do is I say, okay, give it a little wiggle now, gentle wiggle. 
So if you've had a painful wrist, move the wrist. If you've got, uh, you know, painful knee, move, move the knee. So he thinks, okay. So he begins to lean forward and he begins to say, oh, well, I couldn't do that when I came in. And he begins to move. And he said, well, and he's kind of the look of it, little eyes, little Don's little eyes were amazing. He kind of went, oh, wait a minute, this is... And, uh, you know, I, to be, be honest, since I'd prayed, I was quite relieved as well, if I'm honest. Uh, but, but he absolutely was seeing a measure of freedom that he hadn't got prior to that. He then said when he went into school the next day, he had one twinge, and then that was it, it gone. And he had this bad back for a while. So God's at work. God's at work. There's another story. Is, oh, I didn't think you were here. Ray. Do you want to come up here? No, he doesn't, but come up here anyway. Come on. Would you mind telling us about what's happened to you? Because we prayed for you, didn't you? Didn't we? Come on, tell us. Hi, everyone. It was on the, um, funny enough, you were talking about Donald. It was on the Alpha course. Um, and Adam just telling that story regarding um, Donald. It was... Uh, it's hard to explain. Um, he come in and uh, he, w- he was in agony. You can clearly see he was in agony. But when Adam prayed for him, it felt like um, it's hard to explain. I sat there and I thought to myself that he prayed and it was like he it was it was false. Um, that I felt that. It didn't really happen that he just said it to make Adam feel better. <laughs> um, yeah, it, 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 just, it just didn't seem real. I, I just sat there and thought to myself, well, Donald, you're going to turn around and say in a minute that you feel amazing. Um, and Donald did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I still am gobsmacked by that. Um, but my story is that I'm in the building game, and I can see I've just bashed my head again. Um, I had some really severe pains in the left side of my head and it was, we all have headaches and stuff like that but, and we've all had knocks on the head but this particular time I hit my head quite bad on the scaffold and I had some severe pains in my head that I just couldn't get rid of and I was taking tablets and it just weren't going. I went to the doctors, um, they sent me up to the hospital, hospital was such a long wait and I got work early in the morning, you know what it's like, I thought oh. I'll just see how it is in the morning. Um, sorry, I'm quite nervous being up here. <laughs> um, it's just an overwhelming story, and it just made me a bit emotional what Adam done for me. Um, well, what Adam didn't, it was God that... Um, Adam prayed for me um, that my pain would go. And in the back of my head, I think to myself, this ain't going to work. Um, you know, this, this pain's not going to leave me. Um... And Adam prayed for me, and the, the pain was not completely gone, but 70% better. And I felt, yeah, I felt amazing heat from Adam on my shoulder when he was touching me. And I felt a bit lightheaded. Um, to cut a long story short, I left that day um, after the Alpha course, um, come back on, oh, God, what was the love? It was a Saturday on the... What was the talk? Yeah, the Holy Spirit Day. And funny enough, I was the only one that attended, which I was quite shocked because there was quite a few of us on the course. 
But it just seemed to be my day because I come, um, finished the course, um, Adam prayed for me again with Anne, lovely Anne, um, and also Ian, and all three of them prayed for me, and the heat was just um, immense. It was just, yeah, unbelievable. Um, it's hard to describe the feeling, and my pain just left me there and then. But the first time, I must stress, the first time Ian done it, uh, sorry, Adam, Adam prayed for me, um, I felt a lot of heat from him, and the, the pain did reduce a hell of a lot that evening. Um, but I felt really dizzy and lightheaded, um, especially when I left here. But the pain, it was just, from 90% pain, it was down to about 50 when I left. But Adam was saying that maybe not on the first attempt, but the second attempt, it takes a couple of times. And he prayed for me again. As I said, there was three. There was Anne, Ian, and Adam. And it just... It just left me. Um, I've not had it again since. And before you go, have you found the Alpha course? Brilliant, absolutely amazing. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So you'd recommend if other people... Yeah, fantastic. Well done. Brilliant. It's great, isn't it? God's at work. God's doing his thing. We don't understand. We don't do the healing. God does the healing. So he gets the glory. And then sometimes when you pray for people and they don't get healed, he takes the heat. <laughs> okay, because it's his glory too. Okay, but it's God, isn't it? God at work. Wonderful. Now, um, where's Adj? Adj, do you want to come up? You've had a touch from God as well recently, haven't you? Thank you. Hi, guys. Uh, different one, this one. Not too dissimilar from some of the stuff you've been through. Um, let, me let me give you my testimony from a scripture which says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. What has he set us free for? Freedom. And I fought for 40 years to find this freedom. And um, really interesting, grew up in a Christian home, baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit. I've known God's presence. I've had um, been to courses uh, uh, similar to, um, I think you hear it's called um, Stronghold Busters, something like that, where you work through things and see if there's anything holding you back. Uh, I've prayed, and uh, most days I've had to wake up like this. Because as soon as I'd wake up, I was in a fight. For 40 years, it's been like this. That's not to say I haven't known God's blessing. I've known God's blessing amazingly, uh, known his presence, but there was something that was holding me back. So I've been through everything. I've gone through looking at people, made sure I've forgiven them, um, that I wasn't holding anything back. Um, I prayed with uh, Malcolm about six, eight weeks ago, and we prayed and waited on the Lord. And he, Malcolm said, I don't think there's anything there. I can't discern anything. So I thought, okay, so kept going, still battling, thinking maybe the, over the 40 years I've just been thinking, maybe this is part of my Christian life. It's battling. Um, and, and the battling has actually become part of who I am. So it actually, has actually become part of my character. So that's why I'm so, so weird at times, which all of you know, I'm sure. <laughs> 
anyway, so um, Joe, bless her, faithful, goes out every morning and she's out walking and praying. And she's praying about the struggle again. And over, this is about two weeks ago, um, an incident from my childhood came back to me. And I thought, no, I've dealt with that. I've definitely forgiven, um, asked God to forgive me for that part that I played. And it felt like God turned the situation around and I actually saw that actually a person had actually abused their position of trust. Um, So I thought, oh, oh, okay, I've never seen it quite like that before. So I went back to Malcolm and we were up here praying at the end of the service two weeks ago. And he said, and as soon as I said it, he said, yep, I got it straight away. And he said, I feel, he says, what is God saying to you that you need? And I said, freedom. So that's why I mentioned the verse. And he said, that's exactly what's on my heart. So we prayed. And um, I forgave that person, which I thought I'd already done. But I think looking back now, I'd realized I'd forgiven my part in it. But maybe not realized that what they were doing was wrong. Um, So nothing, didn't feel anything. No heat sensations, no nothing. (laughs) So I thought, oh, okay, just another one of those. I'll just keep going. Walk, got home um, after, I think I've been doing worship that week, help, helping with the worship. Got home, and as I walked in the front door, I realized that it had gone. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. So it's very strange, because now, instead of me fighting every morning, it's, I feel sort of slightly... How's the word I can phrase? Slightly out of it, because I'm actually not sure what this freedom is that I'm walking in. I almost feel kind of, oh, so there's no struggle, no fight at the moment, but there is a just a sense of God, which I've always had, but there's this kind of like a foundational thing that's been taken out and God's put something in and replaced it. So what I want to say from all of this, if there are some of you or you know people that are struggling and feeling, is this ever going to ever gonna leave? Keep trusting God, it will come. If any of you are struggling with something, and have been struggling with something for a very long time, God's still on the case. He really is, and just trust him, he will bring you through. I never thought it would happen, but God did it. So God brings freedom in all sorts of different areas. It might be physical, it might be, you know, mental. You know, it's just wonderful, isn't it? Wonderful to see this. I think our response, time's gone, I think our response is to give thanks, isn't it, and to worship God. Can we just all of us stand and just thank him and worship him? Can we do that all together? Lord Jesus, we just acknowledge again that you are our healer, you're our God, you're the one who brings freedom and we thank you, we worship you right now again. We don't in any way want to be ungrateful for what you have done for us and us as a family, even if it's not us directly. God, we just honour you and we acknowledge you're the one. You're the one that brings freedom, you're the one and we just love you and we worship you and honour you again today in your mighty name. Amen. 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 Brilliant. Well, thanks everyone for sharing this morning. I really appreciate your honesty. Uh, uh, That's been tremendous. And also, if you've just, you know, been affected by anything that's been said, please come forward and I'm sure these guys would love to pray for you. Superb. Have a great rest of the day. We're going to have some tea and coffee. God bless.